All Things Inclusive is a podcast about everything that has to do with diversity and inclusion. As society is getting more diverse every day, companies, brands, and organizations try to find effective ways to reach and include this diversity in their structures. Sometimes they succeed, sometimes they don't. All Things Inclusive is a podcast for CEOs, managers, HR professionals, marketeers, and everyone else that wants to move forward in this area. Your host is Hanan Shaluki, entrepreneur and inclusive strategist. Hi, and welcome to All Things Inclusive. You're listening to an episode I like to call a quick question. It basically means that I answer a question I often get in five minutes or less just to teach you an important word or give you a new insight or perspective so you can learn something new in just five minutes. Today's quick question, what does intersectionality mean? If you Google the word intersectionality, the first thing that comes up is a definition of Oxford. It says, and I quote, the interconnected nature of social categorizations such as race, class, and gender as they apply to a given individual or group regarded as creating overlapping and interdependent systems of discrimination or disadvantage. So some might find it difficult to grasp this, so allow me to explain. Intersectionality is a framework, it's a theory that is based on the fact that people can face a number of discriminations or disadvantages based on different identities. So one individual can be discriminated against for many different reasons because of their gender, ethnicity, class, their sexual orientation, and so on. So the word intersectionality was first coined by Kimberly Crenshaw. She's a law professor and social theorist. And she first used this word in a paper she wrote in 1989. Her work expanded on earlier theories of about two decades earlier when black feminists began to share their feelings on the mainstream feminist movement, which was really white. So even though we're talking here about women in general, black feminists had different struggles and didn't always identify with those of white feminists. And the fact is that certain movements were just not created for black women at the time. They faced racism in the white feminist movement and sexism while participating in the civil rights movement. And this really shows how it was necessary to be aware of the many identities people can carry and how important it is to understand this experience. What Crenshaw did in her paper in 1989 is really emphasize the struggle and the necessity to look at the intersection of blackness and womanhood. This example is about color and gender, but of course, you can easily see that intersectionality is relevant to many more identities. The struggles of a gay white man can be quite different from those of a gay man of color, for example. So intersectionality makes you aware of this and it creates a space to talk about these differences. It shows us that Even though we might share certain identities with each other, that doesn't mean that our experiences are completely the same. Consider intersectionality when working on diversity and inclusion in your organization. For example, is your policy around women empowerment created in a way that it also includes women of color? By reflecting on the intersection of identities, you can make your work on inclusion so much more effective and a lot more inclusive. So that's my reply to today's quick question. I hope you found it useful and you understand intersectionality more and especially, of course, uh, the consequences that it can have for your work on diversity and inclusion. Thank you for listening. And until next time. This was All Things Inclusive. 
Did you find this episode useful? Make sure to leave a review and let us know. If you want to learn more about diversity and inclusion, make sure to subscribe to Henan's newsletter on henanshaluki.com. We hope you'll tune in next time on All Things Inclusive. <laughs>